Um, yeah, this is a tag for the uh, None of the Above podcast. Stevie, you're a dick. You haven't talked to me in a fucking year. What the fuck, dude? And um, I am Mike from Pink City. I sing lots of horrible things. And um, yeah, listen to the podcast. Bye. This is the DJ3000. It plays CDs automatically, and it has three distinct varieties of inane chatter. Hey, hey, how about that weather out there? Whoa, that was the caller from hell. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Man, that thing's great. Don't praise the machine. You're sitting in a radio station. You're sitting in front of a live mic. When you speak, thousands of people hear your voice. It penetrates their minds. Broadcasting from an underground studio in Louisville, Kentucky, where eardrums go to die. You're listening to None of the Above. Streaming live on Radio Nope at radionope.com. To call into the show, dial 1-502-416-1778. Skype name, None of the Above Podcast, KY. And now, party on, dudes! Zippity doo da, zippity a. My oh my, what a wonderful day! It is none of the above on Radio Nope. Episode number twenty-four. It's the man, dude, broadcasting live from Louisville, Kentucky, in my basement with wood paneling. Again, my name's Man, dude. The burps coming from Bobby Cole drinks. No, no, I was uh, I had I had turned a blind eye to a studio left <laughs> in the peanut gallery, as I like to say. <laughs> that uh, wasn't me this time. That was that was all. Kyle. Damn you, Kyle! Sorry, Kyle I'm drinking a very delicious beer. I'm really <laughs> enjoying it. It is a uh, MGD. Yeah, it's with shit floating in it that I found in my parents' fridge. No, it's just malt liquor and mayonnaise. <laughs> malt. That's nobody wants that. Canadian man. milkshake. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Just a little syrup in there, the, too. Uh, Saskatchewan malt. <laughs> hey, how's everybody doing? Welcome to the show. It is a beautiful Monday. Well, at least it is here in Louisville. But uh, James Burns uh, from uh, the band Seminars and Police Teeth, uh, he posted on Facebook earlier, says it, uh, it's a beautiful day in uh, in his part of the town of uh, Seattle, Washington. So I think it's a beautiful weather everywhere around the world. Please just listen to what I have to say because I have nothing to talk about. (laughs) We don't have any guests or anything today. We'll get through it together. Well, the the nice thing is that, you know, James really has to go on and enjoy it because they get two nice days a year. So (laughs) you got to savor the flavor to quote, uh, you know, Ray Zielinski from Ray Ray Zielinski's Auto Parts King or whatever. Flannel day and non-flannel day. Do you think they have national flannel day there i think they just no flannel existence (laughs) i I think they just have not flannel day (laughs) that's their casual friday yeah okay you don't have to wear flannel they can finally wear a suit and start looking like they give a shit (laughs) yeah bizcaz fry is uh (laughs) that was a poor abbreviation man (laughs) poor poor at best an abreve gotta appreciate the abreve i will turn your mic off from over here so we are live in louisville kentucky we don't have a guest but that that don't matter it's just the uh, the three knuckleheads, yeah. Mo, Larry, and uh, Shemp. Shemp? Ugh. Am I? Sh- Kyle Shemp. I can't even be fucking Curly Joe. 
You got enough hair gel in dude, your hair you for don't uh, be, Shemp. Dude, Shemp was better than Curly Joe. I don't I don't know how the Stooges work. Well, Curly was the original Curly, and then Curly like died or something. Yeah, did yeah, he yeah. die? Wait, which one did Will Sasso play? Curly. Okay, well. They didn't do Shemp in that shitty Stooges movie. <laughs> <laughs> how much money did they give Larry David to play the nun in that movie? Do you think? Because like, there's no uh, way he read that yeah. script and was like, I've got to do this. I've got to. <laughs> Conan Intron. Kyle is Shemp. Yes. If you just parted your hair down the middle (laughs) and just kicked yourself in the face a hundred times. I I will not take shit from the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) I remember when... um, Wait, what? Was Shemp one of the... No, no. Never mind. That's a a callback to a thing that maybe only he remembers. Who, Shemp? Yes. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Either either way. Me and Shemp, we go way back. I remember when they were kicking the uh, idea around for that first... um, Mm. Or for that, like, three stu- that horrific Will Sasso Three Stooges movie. And one of, like, the first casting rumors was uh, Benicio Del Toro as Mo. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. oh, my God. Like, See, <laughs> that would be cool. I mean, that would be... I'm trying to think of... Yeah, who who is surrounding Benicio? Well, they didn't have any cat. They were just like, oh, he, he might... Sign. He's in talks to play Mo. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Mo- who would Harrison Ford would have been a good Mo. He is you know angry all the time. Did you guys see that video of uh, David Blaine doing magic in Harrison Ford's house? No. He was, <laughs> he was real skeptical. Yeah. I'll try to pull the audio once we come back from a break. Because uh, well, I saw that, and they did it at like Will Smith's house, and they were super excited, and Harrison Ford so, was like, yeah, I get it. That's my guard. David Blaine, who uh, sounds like the... Uh, the human melatonin. <laughs> he's so sleepy. Yeah, he's so very tired. I'm, I thought I was tired today, but David Blaine's way tired. Anyways, he went over to Harrison Ford's house. Nice house, by the way. Cool pad. Yeah. Uh, he made Harrison Ford uh, pick a card. Don't say what the card is. And then uh, and then David Blaine reached for a orange that was on the table. He's like, hey, I think your card's missing. Can you grab that orange over there? And then Harrison Ford, like, <laughs> looking bewildered. Can I borrow that knife? And so they cut the orange in half, and there's Harrison Ford's card in the orange. And Harrison Ford just, he, like, gets stunned, and he kind of, like, like wiggles a little bit, and he goes, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Your hokey magic trick and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster. <laughs> get, like, get, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> get off my plane of existence. We do have uh, David Quaid. Or De- David Quaid. David Quaid. <laughs> the lesser known Quaid brother. <laughs> the Quaid cousin. <laughs> now we have uh, Dennis Quaid in the studio. Dennis, do you have anything to, to say? What the I'm trying to run a radio show here, sir. What the fuck? Keep going. I know. I have I have nothing to talk about. I am acting here. Well, we're trying to do a radio show here. I am doing my job here. I am a pro. Aren't we all? All right. He'll be uh, chiming in every once in a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got he's got both pro gear and pro attitude. Yeah. Flow me. Well, take it easy there, Dennis. Yo, just keep drinking your smear off. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah, that is, it's too intense, man. <laughs> Keep the energy mellow. I mean, it's almost all the way back to 311 again, you know? It's only <laughs> only not, only not 10 he months is, away. He is not chill. Don't, don't fucking Dennis me! Whoa. Whoa, Dennis. <laughs> what else are you supposed to do? Like, well, you don't want us to randy you because you probably hate that too, right? Blow me! 
Yeah. <laughs> Can I just call you Quaid, but just, say it like Quado? Just like in that random Quaid. Quaid. Like in that random. This ra- is garbage! <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's fucking critical as shit. Yeah, you know that the whole Come thing's on. fake as hell, right? It was like, the, you, what was that other one where it was like Lily Tomlin or something was just going ape shit on David O. Russell in that video? <laughs> and it was like just total bull crap. But uh, he like flipped out and was like cussing her out. Like I think it was, I don't even know what he was supposed to be on the set of this Dennis Quaid thing. If anybody wants to melt down live on the air and have a blow up, yeah. give oh, us please, a call. Please call. <laughs> 502-416-1770A. We will take open phones. We do not have any guests in a studio. And uh, we have the ghost of a thousand shoes stomping on. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very noisy. Uh, I don't know if you can hear that, guys. I don't think uh, Lux is uh, asleep yet, but that's okay. She's just a wee one. She's just a lass. We, uh, she almost hit me in the face with a, a switch outside. With a switch? Yeah, I had to move my car, and she was out there with Amanda, like... Uh, Amanda was like doing yard stuff, and Lux is just walking around with like a big, like serious, like a, a a switch that was about one and a half times her height. Yeah, and she's just winging that thing around and like almost clipped Amanda in the face, <laughs> and like came at me with it, and I was like, no, she's I uh, take it. a samurai. Well, she's getting it. <laughs> she's learning all those sick moves in that Donald Duck Christmas movie. She was watching. <laughs> she was watching Donald Duck. Conan Neutron, you're on the air. Good evening, my brothers. Good evening. Hey, calling from Skype. I see a Skype to Skype. Ooh. <laughs> Skype that... to Skype, yeah. I think... Sounds great. I think there's a uh, special uh, abbreviation for that on Craigslist, isn't there? <laughs> you don't want to go down that, that wormhole, though. No. Probably it's called... not. No. Show me what you're packing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't use the warp feature on your uh, on your IMAX uh, photo booth camera to uh, make it look bigger or bulbousier. I'm just waiting to hear how many Mississippis it takes before I hear a motorcycle in the background for wherever Conan's calling from. <laughs> well, you know, hey, what are you going to do? It's, it's rush hour here. I love the Radio Valencia. I listen uh, while I'm uh, washing dishes at a, at the pizzeria. It's good oh, stuff. Yeah. I, I heard the uh, DJ and Dixie uh, episode and uh, love those bros. Love everybody. Oh, you, you like my show on Radio Valencia. Yes, absolutely. Which is also on Radio Nope. Which is also on Radio Nope. Yes. How does Radio Valencia feel about that? Have you told him yet? Two times. <laughs> I'm, wait, I'm waiting for it to come up in the cash conversation. Oh, it's not an With open relationship. <laughs> well, the no, radio station hasn't said anything yet. No, it's fine. The like, I don't know. The, the big thing right now is we still really like using the studio, um, <laughs> but uh-huh. the, way, the way I would put it, and this is how I characterized it to John, is it's sort of like that, like really silly aphorism you see on bumper stickers. I think it's a Hell's Angels thing that um, uh, it's hard to fly with the eagles when you're riding with turkeys. <laughs> right. No way. Are we turkeys or are we eagles? You guys are, in this case, you guys are the are the eagles. You're not, you're not. Yes. In, in this case. We're, in this we're, case. Uh, yes. There are several cases in which <laughs> we, we are the turkeys, turkeys, but this you, is not you, one of those cases. You are not the curly joe in this situation. <laughs> Apparently, we, I, I like to think of ourselves as bourbon glazed corned beef. <laughs> But with wings. Yeah. But with wings. What's going on, Conan? <laughs> well, I was just wondering uh, if you uh, – oh, and by the way, thanks for the thanks for the, the protonic reversal comment. I appreciate that always. Uh, last episode, anyone that is not familiar with the World Underground definitely should check out the last episode. John Yingling is doing hero's work. Watch that shit. It's all for free on fucking YouTube. Seriously, I can't advocate enough for it. It's Noted. fucking great. 
I was I, I'm not f- familiar with him. I'll ch- go check it out. I thought this was a guy that was tied to the Yingling uh, Beer Corporation, <laughs> which is one of my favorite beers. I was like, oh, he's got the Yingling dude on. That's a uh, Pennsylvania, right? Is that where yes, they? Uh, yes, yeah. Pennsylvania. They are stabbing westward. They got it in uh, <laughs> Cincinnati now. Dude, they had it yeah, in Nashville. I was like, this is bullshit. It's literally all around us, just not yeah. here. Yeah, they always that was one I'd always have that one on tour in like Pittsburgh or something along those lines. But you never see it out here at all, ever. It's on the West Coast in any way, shape, or form. I'm saying it's like it's manifest destiny with this beer. It's just taking, you know, fucking fifty years. It's basically the East Coast version of In N Out Burger where like it's slowly <laughs> creeping west. Right. Whereas the In N Out is slowly creeping east. east. And eventually, like on the same day, there's gonna be like an In N Out open in Louisville that serves jingling and I'm gonna explode. Oh yeah. Nope. It's just That'd gonna, be all right. It's gonna be That'd the be end really of time. All right. Yeah, there's just going to be some guy in fucking Lawrence, Kansas just sees two waves of no. burger and beer coming at once. No, that's what's going to happen is that I'm going to be next in line at the at the Yingling in and out and that's when the bomb's going to hit. <laughs> God damn. You'll hear just like... And I'll look up like it's a, like I'm fucking the Wile E. Coyote seeing the anvil coming like, oh, I just wanted... Uh. All I wanted was a Yingling. <laughs> just a Yingling and an in and out burger at the same an time. An animal style burger. We just, it's... It's definitely not the same John Yingling from that. He's he's just a dude. He's a punk rock dude, like with no money. But he's he's made these inc- like so he's on he's working on the fourth one now. He's gonna be going to Indonesia. But the mm-hmm. first one for China, mm-hmm. Red China, <laughs> is uh, is up and available to view uh, for free. And it's it's amazing because you talk about all these punk rockers that uh, you know they they don't have YouTube, they don't have Spotify, they don't have any of this stuff. So they just have this like culture sort of develops within themselves, and they're dealing with the fact that basically their culture was erased in the cultural revolution over there, like 99, 2000. So it's, it's, it's really, it's not like a friend rock, pretty good. It's a really good documentary. What's the name of it? Get a shout out one more time. It's the world underground. Uh, this is chapter one, China. And he's got, he's doing a bunch of them. He's got three in production already and he's raising funds to go to Indonesia for the fourth chapter right now. And so he was our guest on uh, last week. And like, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, it's a little douchey to be like, oh, yeah, you should check out our guests, blah, 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 this and that. But it's really good. And the thing is, it's like he doesn't have like Vice Magazine behind him or something, you know? God. This isn't like Lance Thank God. Bangs. That makes him awesome. <laughs> yeah, that makes it less yeah. douchey. You know, that actually makes it significantly less douchey. It's like Vice will go to a fucking, uh, you know, a puppy convention and be like, you wouldn't believe how dangerous it was to get cameras in here. Well, could they yeah, be exactly. sending like wimpier, whiter little, like... <laughs> Little effet dudes to like, we're going to send him to war torn Somalia. And this guy looks like he lost a miniature Jarvis Cocker lookalike contest. <laughs> like, we're going we're gonna to send the most fucking stabbable white Brooklyn, actually from Ohio motherfucker we can find to like, you know, try to infiltrate this. <laughs> we're going to send him to interview ISIS. <laughs> hey, maybe they're trying to thin the herd a little bit. Know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy's like, um, uh, two months ago, you had me writing reviews of TV on the radio records and then snarking on people's clothes. Um, am I going to get my head cut off? And it's like, look, Chester. Chester. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chester Utley. Just to, yeah, just tighten your bow tie. <laughs> it's either interview ISIS or get have too many PBRs and go hump that Bart Simpson doll over there. Oh yeah, or like that one guy that they used to put on their website where he would just like do drugs and try to do push-ups. It's like, yeah, that's the hard-hitting journalism we're trusting to like tell us about the Middle East. Now, now is Vice affiliated with the uh, Munchies? Is that like their food blog? What? Like, I don't know. 
Vice is affiliated with Noisy, who I'm not. Kyle apparently, ladies and gentlemen, Kyle apparently. Whatever, fucking. Are you talking about? Is it like a Vice production? That Munchies thing you were watching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what Kyle, what Kyle is referencing is there's like a web series called Munchies, and I no, I no, no. Home, is that different? Munchies is like uh, just the website, and the series I was watching is called Fuck That's Delicious with Action Bronson. For the 420 episode was last week. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude, I'll I'm say on. What, one thing in defense of, of, of Vice, and I can't believe I just said that sentence, but they do that noisy series that allows Matt Sweeney to go out and talk to cool guitar players and basically geek out and... And that is the only <laughs> that's the only cool segment of noisy. You know, it'd be cooler is if it was exactly. like yeah, Matt it's, Pinfield. It's, it's, they sent Matt Pinfield, and uh, <laughs> just be like, I don't know, man. It's no, uh, it's no '90s rock. It's more like '78 minutes. Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> We're here. At My headline. favorite part of that noisy series with Sweeney, though, is like when he tries to to do the episode with Billy Gibbons, and they're at Kid Rock's house for some reason, <laughs> yeah. and he. <laughs> Billy Gibbons keeps trying to like integrate Kid Rock into the conversation, and Matt Sweeney is clearly not comfortable with it in any way, shape, and form. I would take, a, I would take a um, Kid Rock's house over uh, Daryl from Daryl of uh, Oh, that uh, oh, Daryl Oates. Oh my god, yeah, that guy. Watching that total fucking. Uh, like middle-aged woman-looking dude with his lines made like jam along to like a CeeLo song with his five thousand dollar exact strat copy. Yeah, it was just Fucking. it's demoralizing. God. And then they like cook an omelet. Yeah, like, yeah. What? You know. It's brunch guys, too. guys playing maracas on a stool. <laughs> like what the hell? Can I go ahead and say just I'm taking a stance. I fucking hate hollow notes. I just really fucking hate hollow notes. I think you're allowed. You're angry. I'm very mad. Do you have a? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just worked up over here. <clears throat> I got controversial opinion. <laughs> is it? I, I I feel like it is, right? Uh, I, I see Hollow Notes. Like I I can't muster up the enthusiasm to get pissed about them. Like it's sort of like they're just they're, they're the oral equivalent of wallpaper. <laughs> I mean they are, but like I'm coming from a college town where all these fucking kids rediscover their parents' yeah, Hollow Notes records. They're like, it, oh my god, let's listen to Hollow Notes. That girl, that song, Rich Girls, about me. It's like it actually is, and that's why you fucking I, suck. I do like the My Dick cover of uh, Kiss on My List. Well, I mean, that, that, that is gold. That is extra funny. Well, it, it, it's the same thing where, like, I understand what Conan's saying, though, about like, just not giving a shit enough to hate them. Well, it's like I'll have students that'll be like, oh, whatever, you hate us. And I can't say it out loud, but I'm like, oh, sweetie, like, I don't care enough to hate you. Yeah, if you want a good uh, rockin', <laughs> if you want a good duo and stuff you can listen to from that same time period, listen to Sparks. Oh, Sparks are Damn great. Right. That's right. Damn right. That's my and that's my two cents. Wait, uh, it, what, like it, the like the wussy electronic band Sparks? Yeah, yeah <laughs> did, Are they the ones that did that song uh, "Beat the Clock"? Yes, that song is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that band is great. I don't even like disco I that mean, much. That's very disco-y. stuff, uh, especially "Come On On My House," uh, like "Amateur Hour," "A Town Ain't Big Enough for the Two of Us," is like legit rocking. Totally. And uh, and a little bit sexy and a little bit sexually ambiguous, and it's all good. Oh, totally. Like, first time I heard them, I was like, wow, who's this chick singing? She's awesome. It's like, oh, that's a dude. <laughs> that is such a dude. Who's yeah. this guy staring at me playing a, a child's piano? Um, the guy from Depeche Mode. <laughs> do you have a, a NorCal sur- surf report, Conan? <laughs> <laughs> How's that crazy NorCal NorNar? Surf or a concert calendar? Gnarly wave, dog. Gnarly. <laughs> Two to I, four so foot. The reason, the reason why I called in wasn't to talk about the hollow notes or uh, any of that stuff. Or I figured. Yeah. 
Henry. Go to Indiegong- Indiegogo. Indiegogo. Sure. <laughs> to uh, go check it out. It's it's really worthwhile. And seriously, watch it. It's fucking free. It's fucking free and it's fucking good. We will, and uh, we'll uh, we'll have a report on it. Yeah, report back, <laughs> please. I'm I'm not uh, I'm not pricing myself into any kind of report. <laughs> Do I look like a Chester or Milton or whatever vice person? Like we send vice to watch whatever Conan said. <laughs> oh the, man, that'd be some show. <laughs> yeah, this guy's just sitting there with like a shitty bag of Orville Red and Bucket popcorn. Like, uh, watching get... sticks behind the music. My, yeah, my producer I... <laughs> pulled me aside and gave us bad news. I... The popcorn was burnt. <laughs> Can I go back to the Chernobyl site? <laughs> they had mutant bears. <laughs> this sucks. They still have a cotton candy stand there somehow. No, that's just I what it's just what bushes look like there now. <laughs> Looks like so the, I'm the not, Lorax. I'm not clear out and take my answer off the air here. Sure. But I just wanted to see what y'all's uh, impression of the refused was. Ooh, Garbo. Well, we already had some hot takes on the internet on this, but it's uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I like, wish they were still fucking yeah. dead. <laughs> I, I gotta tell later, you guys. later. All right, later, uh, I'll answer Conan's question. All all I can say is that I just wish that. You know, four or five years ago when me and Clint were in uh, Knoxville with Dave from New Brutalism and we saw he had the Refused documentary on the, his shelf. And I was like, man, we're, I love them. We're going to watch this. And Dave was like, man, I really don't think you should do that. And I was like, why? It's We, we like Refused. He's like, well. So, so did I. So, yeah, exactly. He was like, yeah, okay, fine. Watch it. And it's like 35 minutes. And it makes them all look like the absolute worst. Like, they're all whiny and complainy about, like, nothing. They're, like, bitching because their show only has 300 people at it, not 400. And, like, they were just bickering and fighting nonstop. And, like, then I looked at the back, and it was directed by the bass player. (laughs) Of the band, and I was like, they didn't it's all even. Stick. They didn't even include it, him in dude, their it videos. Was not stick, man, because they like exploded in a fight and like just played their last yeah. show back then was just like in some basement because that was the show they had booked. And they would look like fuck you, fuck you. And, and I was like, you would think that the bass player of the band would take some like to make them not look like awful people. Well, like he doesn't come across well either. Okay, well, real quick, Rob, what is their most famous song? I mean, I assume it would be New Noise. Who is absent from that video? Dude, I don't remember. Their bass player. player. He's not there. It's just the two guitar players, the singer, and the drummer. So apparently there was some kind of falling out before that shit was shot. So they're like the more brutal dandy Warhols. (laughs) (laughs) And then Lars dropped my JCM 900, and that was it. Yeah, that was a a terrible (laughs) Swedish accent. I'm sorry. (laughs) It it does seem tough. Yeah, no, but like, wasn't that part of it? It was like, yeah, then our equipment broke and we didn't know what to do with. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they were just kids and stuff, but like, yeah, but like, it put me off. Of, I didn't listen to that record for like a year. Yeah, that <laughs> and, record fucking rules like, to I, this day. I like it a lot. And, uh, but then that song that they posted today, it was just like, you know, it, it had elements like the drumming was still good, even though they used the same exact fucking fill from uh, the, like, the that first, first song. track. Yeah. Yeah, the first song on uh, Shape of Punk to come. And, it was like his vocals just aren't the same. I mean, the guy's almost 20 years older. He doesn't have the same, like, teenage yap voice. Now, I want to throw this out there. I will do refused vocals for them. I can sound nasally and yell vaguely dumb political opinions. And that was the thing. Like, they weren't even vaguely dumb political opinions anymore. It's like they're too grown up to be, like, as naively mad about everything as they were in, like, yeah. 1998. And so now it's like, oh, you guys, like, even though your message was kind of dumb back then, yeah. it was like... And it was... Uh, to be fair, like it was all a total like, uh, 
it was like all a total Nation of Ulysses ripoff anyway, down to like like the art. If you look at like thirteen point program to destroy America and the Nation of Ulysses record, and then look at the shape of punk to come, it's like the same thing. Well, both of those were just homages to a uh, uh, some jazz record. I can't remember off the top of my head. Like uh, I researched this at one point. Like that that's the exact He wrote same. a paper. I did on on refuse because I was nineteen once and agreed with them. <laughs> you know, wait, you really did? I was just razzing you. No, no, I really didn't. But okay. I, to be fair, though, to be fair, uh, when I was uh, seventeen, I had a, a speech class in high school and I didn't do it. And it was supposed to be on just whatever political topic I wanted to do. And I literally just brought liner notes from an anti flag album. To oh, jeez. And just razzed on those and got an A plus. It was incredible. It's like, yeah, let like, me, okay, that was uh, a kind of, Let me tell you about depleted uranium ammunition and how it's causing cancer rates in Iraq to jump by 600%. This is the greatest travesty our army has left in a foreign land since Agent Orange. Hey! that was Agent it. Orange the band? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, not the chemical. All right. Yeah, I, sorry. <laughs> Eliza pointing out in the chat box that the shape of punk to come are reference to the Ornette Coleman, A Shape of Jazz to Come. Thank you. Uh, and I while that is true, I still think their, like, aesthetics were ripped off from Nation of Ulysses. And the whole, like, capitalism, down with capitalism thing was, like, you know, some real 19-year-old shit to say. Yeah. And, like, I, I get that some people don't agree with capitalism, but we used to, in the band I was in before Wax Eater in Bloomington, um, our singer Dave thought, like, capitalism was awesome. I don't know. He was just being a weirdo. And we did a song uh, called so a Libertarian. I guess. Well, he just like he got really into like going to Banana Republic and buying like cardigans and you know just like dressing like dad on vacation for now, some reason. Now was he secretly Rand Paul? No, no. Okay. okay. Uh, but <laughs> Rand Paul. Rund Paul. Rund Paul. Yeah. And he like uh, had this. We wrote this song called "We've Thought It Over and We Refused Your Party Program," which is like you know a dig on them. That's pretty good. And he had this whole like speech. You know how like that one song on that record starts with like the, it's like capitalism is indeed organized crime. So it's called "Refused Party Program." And he would just do this long speech that he kept making up, like just ranting on about like how buying stuff is pretty cool and like working for your money is awesome. And then at the end, he would just <laughs> pulling, <laughs> pulling yourself up uh, by your bootstrap. Yeah. Oh, if bootstraps weren't in there. Come oh, on. yeah. And at the very end, he would just go, it's like, we've we've decided that uh, that capitalism is indeed the shit. And <laughs> the song would start. <laughs> and like, banned Paul Kasuga plus one. Uh, and it always cracked me up, and I would like fuck the beginning of the song up because I keep laughing at how long it would take him to say the shit. Because I always knew it was coming. He'd be like, capitalism is indeed shit <laughs> <laughs> just never know how long the beat was gonna be yeah let's take a break listen to part chimp and drag pack and an old one from screaming trees and we'll come back with the cold drinks you want to tease uh nope all surprises okay. baby it's hand soap and then we got to talk about we, we got me and kyle we got beef we got to tee off bro you're gonna tee off about uh some uh you know it, it might be time for Bromanoff Okay, we uh, can. I got a few things. All right, we may do us some Bromanoff steam when we come back from this break on None of the Above on Radio. No.
Radio No. We'll come back with Bobby Cold Drinks in just a second on Radio No, baby. Yeah, that was uh, Screaming Trees with the second I Awake. And we heard a little uh, keeping with the Mark Lanigan Desert Rock, Stoner Rock uh, theme there. We heard uh, a little Desert Rock from Drag Pack with Freight Train. And that song sounded exactly like the uh, band name Wooden Tail, something called Drag Pack. And before that, we heard uh, an extra dose of Heavy with Part Chimp with Miser Chimp off the album Cup. Nothing above podcast, nothing above show, radio nope, live show too, not just a podcast. None of the above, <laughs> none of the above barbecue sauce available in stores. None of the above uh, Snuggy available in uh, Walgreens and CVS. None of the above the placemat. The, <laughs> none, none, of, none of the above the flamethrower. The, the none of the above barbecue sauce is just red and water. <laughs> now, real quick, can you be a desert rock band if you're not from the desert? Uh, no. No. I mean, if CCR can be a southern rock band from San Francisco, why not? Yeah, if 311 can be a whatever the fuck they are from Nebraska. <laughs> they are from <laughs> Omaha's. 
They are a chill, uh, <laughs> chill wave, cargo rock rap, <laughs> cargo rock rap, Car- cargo shorts, <laughs> cargo rap rock. Oh, I'm gonna cargo jump off a cliff. Oh man! All right, chill. I finally listened back to the um, the live from the barrage that me and Kyle were on. Yes, much to my large scale embarrassment. Sounds like you literally dropped a napalm bomb when you guys were there because. The next show that they did, they were talking about how you know stayed up so late and didn't know what the fuck was going on and a lot of blacking out. Well, that was the great part about like listening back on it. I had two things. One was uh, the I, John referring to the Kentucky crew at the PRF bursting into the place like Beastie Boys in the Fight for Your Right video. <laughs> and then the other point was the one I was about to make, uh, and then I just forgot. So, what was I talking about? <laughs> Uh, you were listening back to the, uh, but what were you talking about that made me say that you initiated it? Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're talking <laughs> about the barrage. Um, uh, we were drunk. We came oh, in there God like a goddamn, uh, like a, like a load r- of napalm from so many fucking, uh, planes. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was rough. I don't know. I had a point before cause it's something you were saying before, like uh, teed me off and then I forgot. No, nah, it's all right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I still have not listened. I'm, I'm afraid dude. It's, it's, uh, it's something, man. You know, like the first time we went to commercial break, like I realized, you know, these guys, they talk a lot. I talk a lot, you know, by Midwestern standards, but like getting a word in the edgewise was hard. It so, turns, turns out I'm the most talker because God damn it. <laughs> oh, I mean, you and I was like, shut up, dude. Yeah, you were shut f- up me. <laughs> yeah, but like f- fucking uh, first commercial break, I just shotgun like four beers you really, you really turned on by the end of the night. Really want yeah. to kill that edge, don't you? Yeah, yeah, no, like, uh, yeah, four beers. That's what it takes. Oh, it was the three eleven thing. Uh, oh. Thank you, Grandma in the chat box for saying three eleven again and making me remember. <laughs> there you go. Uh, because he, I had totally forgotten that I guessed three eleven and then one on the Ryan game. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I guessed that the address for uh, the Empire State Building, Empire State Building was three eleven, and it was actually three fifty, and I was the closest. And then he going just, over, he kept putting amber on in the background. Oh, I yes, completely that's forgot, right. and it was totally cracking me up. Oh. Amber by three eleven, one hundred three point seven, San Diego FM. Yeah. Uh, coming up next is Bad Fish, followed by uh, what's Santa that rocket, uh, On a Rope by uh, Rocket from the Crypt, followed by Bad Fish, followed by some Tool song, followed by Semi Charm Kind of Life, followed by Bad Fish. <laughs> San Diego Rock Radio, 1998. <laughs> we got this new jam from Rancid. It's called Red Hot Moon. Oh, there was this uh, real jokester DJ on the San Diego Rock Radio station who played uh, Jumper. By uh, three, uh, Third Eye Blind, you know, the old. Uh, it's that uh, wish you would step back okay. from that sure. ledge, my friend. And karaoke standard for douchebags. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and at the very end, he's like, "All right, guys, thank. All right, that was a new track by Tool, Different Direction. All right." Just <laughs> <laughs> like, and for a second, I was like, "Oh no, God, not no, why?" Well, the uh, I had a Wizard of Oz moment when I first started working uh, radio in San Diego. Because I had to record these things called donuts in radio. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm in the uh, San Diego radio station. There's a guy named Kane, and he's from Burbank, California, and he's in Burbank. And he would, through an ISDN line, call me up and say, Hey, Elliot, I'm ready to record. You ready? And I'd hit record and he'd go, It's Kane on 96.5 Kixie. And we're going to go to the phones. And hey, what's your name? Sandy. Oh, no, just blank. Hey, what's your name? 
awesome. And uh, hey, what's your favorite station? You bet. And uh, hey, do you want to go get a tar- concert tickets? Okay, well you're out. You're like, I'm like, oh, what the fuck just is automated. he doing? Yeah, he's like, so just uh, take a call, ask all the questions I did, and then just uh, drop in their responses. I'm like, oh, the radio, <laughs> radio theater of the mind behind behind the oh. behind the emerald curtain. There. Yes, the curtain has been pulled. <laughs> I used to um, like to call in and request songs on the rock radio in San Diego when I was in like fifth and sixth grade mm-hmm. because, like, hey man, when I wanted to hear the distance by Cake, I wanted to hear it like now, not later. And I would call him in that, ask for like that or like um, like a Beck song or something from Odelay. Uh, and this was like 1996. And I had one of those little like, um, not like a talk boy, but something like that. It was like a little handheld thing where you could talk into it and it would repeat your boys back. Like, yak back. Yeah, it was a yak back. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> and I, I called in one time to this like DJ and like recorded my voice on the yak back requesting something to sound like I wasn't in fifth grade. And he was like, Hey man, what are you using? Some kind of device there? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It fart noises. It was. I was sorry. He's like, No, it's pretty cool, man. Like, uh, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll try to get that song on for you. And then he like, kind of like put a song on and then talked to me off air. And was like, Hey, what's your address? We're gonna send you a cool pack of stuff. And it was just like, swag bag. It was. Well, it was like a signed headshot of him. And I was like, yeah, That's cool. <laughs> nice. And then like a bunch of stickers and stuff. And then his phone number. <laughs> it was now. Oh, come on. Oh, okay. He was a nice guy. He was a nice guy. You see, because uh, we we're posting a wrestler Kane oh, in the perfect. chat box. Yes. <laughs> yes, there's actually multiple Canes. There's still a Kane on that uh, remotes into our station here in Kentucky doing the uh, the pop, <laughs> the pop music. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't think it's the wrestler Kane. <laughs> no, no. He was uh, notorious for not talking for a long time. And then say. Now he's like, that's all he does. Here's Kane back selling Britney Spears. <laughs> it's his mask rubbing against the one of three foot seven. <laughs> Only time he also, talks. fuck you, Hogan. <laughs> well, did he hate Hogan? Who did Kane hate? The Undertaker. The Undertaker. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in uh, in the storyline, uh, Undertaker was his brother, and Kane was like a brother that died in a fire, or so they thought, or some shit like that. All right. You know. Are we ready to do a cold drink? I think we might be. Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're allowed as much wrestling talk as I'm allowed magic talk. All right. We'll do a uh, cold drinks. That's a, your cue. All right. Yeah. Hold on. I'll be right back. Kasuga's calling so we can talk about wrestling. All right. I'll play your intro here. Don't you dare. And now it's time to explore the wondrous world of ales and spirits with Robert Cold Drinks. Bobby Cold Drinks has gotten up from Red Microphone. He is now going into the Studio Underground laundry room, going into the Studio Underground beer refrigerator coming back <clears throat> with a bottle of, with a <clears throat> bottle of hand soap yeah it is a bottle of a uh, shampoo <laughs> i feel like i'm on acid it is a uh, swirling around that did you get that at a sex shop where'd that come from <laughs> did you get that at Sorella's? That's none of your concern. Is that a labia lotion? All right, let's... Labia lotion? (laughs) Jesus Christ, Kyle. That's an actual drink. And that's actually gross. (laughs) I mean, I didn't make it. What we are dealing with here... um, Jesus. This is called Vinique. (laughs) V-I-N-I-Q. Google it. Uh, Now, what it looks like... Let me... It's going to be... This is, I think, the worst cold drinks for the radio audience because just looking... I don't want to open this because it's mesmerizing to stare at. Yeah. Um, It's as if somebody saw... A bottle of hypnotic and said that is not classy enough add glitter to it uh, <laughs> because this looks like 
like one of Dumbledore's memories <laughs> in 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 like in the jug or with a pen sieve. Uh, or it looks like purple shampoo with glitter in it. Yeah, I was going to say, if like that was in someone's shower, I wouldn't bat an eye. Oh, it's like a bottle of bath beads. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's going to kill us because this doesn't look like a consumable liquid. No, it looks like lotion. Oh, this, it really does. And you should have seen it in the sun. It looked like a galaxy. <laughs> An epic, like, in, like under from the... Like Men in Black style. Under the studio lights, it looks okay. But, like, it's just... I mean, it's saying to definitely shake well before serving because you don't want this to settle because I think it's just mercury. Does it actually say to shake well? Yes. Um, <laughs> it's a fusion of premium vodka, mm-hmm, Moscato, and natural fruit flavors. Like purple. Like purple. And purple is a fruit. It looks like if you're going to drink it, it's like that scene in The Matrix where just like the black goo like comes out of his mouth and just like in encloses him. <laughs> it it is constantly shifting. Like even when I don't shake it around, it is always moving. And it's like it's staring at me. It's a fucking trapped soul, man. There is what looks to be some flakes of aluminum at the bottom. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Like I said, I this really feels like it's may it has quicksilver in it. Um, it's Vinique, and then it is advertised here as shimmery liqueur. And shimmery original everyone's favorite flavor and this shimmery and this is 20 percent alcohol by volume 20 percent. that's 40 proof for those of you doing math at home well should we uh, get stupid or psychedelic or Let's trippy here? here and i'm gonna try to save some a little bit in the bottle so that on the photo that we take and we'll we'll post a photo later to try to get um you got to post well, do, a vine do you want to like do you want to take a quick facebook video of it moving and put it to the none of the above site uh, you know, if I did that right now, I'm afraid I'd shut the station shut off. Shut the station Here, okay. yeah. I'll take a video. Take okay. a video. We're going to try to get uh, Kyle to do this live and post it, and then it'll be on our uh, the None of the Above Facebook, and you can maybe see the shimmer. Hey, see, James. Oh, yeah, there it is. James Woodard from uh, the great band Grasshopper Lies Heavy is yeah, in the Jackbox. Uh, my flash won't Shout turn out. off. You might need to do this on your phone. All right. Because, like, the flash is just killing it. Yeah, no, James is in the box. So, James, how you doing? James in the box. Former teacher, totally sold out. <laughs> I forgive you. I'm just ragging on your cord. Uh, do you want to text Amanda and let her know that we are doing this as well? If she is available to come down from putting El Bebe to sleep. She's listening upstairs. I heard her. Amanda, it's time to come down. <laughs> it's, it's time to drink this right. weird crap. Yeah. Come on down. Go on down and drink some. Probably poison. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Now, how am I posting the p- okay? Uh, post photo, video, perfect. All right. So, Rob, I'm trying to get it on some. <laughs> I'm trying to get it under some light here. Sorry for this delay. Okay, there we go. I mean, I can hold it if that helps. Okay, that's not a video. You dumb student. All right, my student <laughs> phone. Oh, that's a square. Okay, Rob, do you need two hands? Nope. Okay. Constantly swirling. Jesus Christ. Quiet on the set. Swirling towards freedom. Okay, so like you guys know that goo. From Ghostbusters 2. Well, imagine that, but purple. As in, why am I drippings with goo? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. It is getting uploaded as we speak, and I'm going to uncork this B. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get this crap out. All right, let's do it. I feel like this should be used in some kind of cocktail, but uh, obviously. But obviously, we're doing it straight. And this was way more expensive than I wish it was. <laughs> do you care to tell them? It was like 12 bucks for this little bottle that looks like it's maybe 16 ounces. Yeah. Um, 
Well, it's, you know, inflated, like, club price. It's like you're paying for it at the club, and the look the guy gave me when I bought it was pretty priceless. He's like, uh-huh, this? Okay, and I was the, like, man, you know, we're in here every week buying dumb shit. Yeah, like, we're constantly commenting on, like, holy shit, look at this dumb thing. Like, like this'll be funny. The bottle looks like uh, you can stick it where the sun don't shine. Oh, you could totally fit this inside you. This would <laughs> go in a front or a butt, easy. Maybe you guys. Fuck. That's this... Kyle, that not, is, not to sound weird, but you could absolutely fit this in your butt. That that is super long. I'm, I'm, oh, it's a cork. Oh my god, how classy! <laughs> yeah, the easiest cork ever. <laughs> oh. All right, well, it it's got that smell where at for, for the first half a second you're like mm, fruit snack, and then you're like mm, turpentine. <laughs> All right, let's see what it looks like as uh, you pour here. Oh wow! Did you shake that? <laughs> no. God damn it! He didn't fucking shake it. Yeah, no, I definitely shook it. Are you serious? I mean, like, I you meant, like as I was pouring. No, like right before you poured. <laughs> Dude, look, you're drinking the aluminum. Whether I shake it or you don't shake it. No, 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 don't shake it. Come, uh, come get some there, dog. Oh, All right. God. So. Um. Yeah. That. That. Just. That's got an odor. Okay. I've not smelled a uh, a beverage this foul since uh, Buzz Balls. It looks like Grimace's jizz. <laughs> it really does look like, uh, you know, that. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, nothing can kill the Grimace because his jizz is full of Dumbledore memories. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, fabuloso. I don't know what Kasuga's talking about. Um, all right. So at least it's see-through. Um, uh, yeah, at least I can see the bottom of the glass. It mm. does have tannins. It is sticking to the side of the glass. Mm. Dendrils, and it's it's just it's just still moving, you guys. All, All right. right, down the hatch. Right, let's drink this I don't garbage. know if I want it in me. <laughs> Sharp. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna die. Yeah. <sighs> no. <coughs> God. <laughs> So S- second sip worse than the first. So uh, you know, back in the day, uh, did you ever just eat fruit roll-ups like I did, where you would just make it into a <laughs> giant ball? Oh yeah, I did the wad, the wad of the uh, fruit by the foot, a foot of wad. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's 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 like that sensation all over again, where it's like okay, fruit, fruit. Okay, I might be choking. Well, yeah, this is terrible. Well, it's like fruit, fruit, and then you realize the wad is big enough to choke you. Yeah, and you're like, uh oh, man, if this slips at all, I'm gonna die. I get legitimate notes of Capri Sun. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. There's a little, a little sun. It's a little sun. There's a little sun. <laughs> There's a little cap sun. It's just, it's the artificialness of the everything. Like, oh, real fruit flavors. It's like, yeah, it's flavored like a real fruit, but this is not a real fruit. <laughs> fruit. Like, There's th- no fruit in this. This shit just like looks and tastes like shit. I think elves from the Lord of the Rings would drink. It's like, it yeah, we're yeah. immortal. We can drink this. <laughs> we're immortal. Can't kill us anyway. Yeah, you can kill us, but like if we don't get stabbed, we'll live forever, you know. All right, we're going to pour some through the microphone right. so that the people in the chat box can uh, take a little sip. Yeah, right. take a little sip. Oh, Tell oh, us what you right, think. Allow me to read to you from the bottle. <laughs> Captivate your friends <laughs> with the drink that shimmers when you shake it. Okay. So Refreshingly if- delicious and smooth with the shimmering appearance that dazzles. Okay, so Rob, uh, <laughs> you know how they've been getting people like famous authors to write on Chipotle cups? You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> Saffron, <laughs> like Burroughs. Zach or, Braff. <laughs> no, it's like, seriously, it's like Joyce Carol Oates for Chipotle. And now this is like Danielle Steele for Vinique. So uh, 
Rob, porn star Danielle Steele. Kasuga's in the she chat box. A, no, she was a romance author. Has okay. has revealed what uh, Fabuloso is, and it looks like um, Mexican Carnival uh, <laughs> Hawaiian Punch. Yeah, but it's a cleaning product, Kyle. Is that a cleaning product? Look at it. It's scrubbing a floor. Oh, it is a cleaning product. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know. I would still rather drink that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's clearly a picture of a mop and a linoleum floor. What if it's like... Grape drink that you can clean your floor with <laughs> is is both uh, clean and delicious. I I have to get glasses. Yeah, yeah we've been bugging Kyle about this this glasses thing. He can't see you guys like at all. And uh, I can see just fine. You can see just. I can't I can't see that mop though. I'm thinking the wild thing glasses from. Uh, you, you know, if I have Major to, League. it's been brought up, and that is what I'm going to do. <laughs> indeed. Did we ever talk on the show about how Kyle had that Rick Vaughn haircut for like two months? Uh, I think we did on a former uh, podcast episode. I was shocked he did it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, where can people get this stuff, Rob? <laughs> I, bought, I bought this at State Liquors on... Uh, <laughs> at Baby Gap. Yeah. I, <laughs> I got this down the Walmart. No, I got it at um, State Liquor. Yeah, it fell off a truck. Shockingly, they had a lot left. <laughs> like, it literally looked like this is the first bottle to be removed from the case. <laughs> Maybe that's just all dust on the inside. <laughs> I mean, it's something. Verdict: It sucks, but it's funny. It stinks. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna drink my nice beer now. Yeah, need to get another Rolling Rock. Watch the yeah, taste of that grimace jizz out of my mouth. God. We'll take another break. Uh, that'll take us to the top of the hour, and we'll uh, continue on with more. None of the above. I'm gonna play. A little band uh, I ran sound for over the weekend who I think uh, need to get their due. They are called, if I can uh, goddamn load this fucking thing up, uh, they're called Opposable Thumbs. And uh, they're kind of dancey, kind of noise rocky. You might like them. Give uh, them their due. I'll play something off of uh, Noise Pollution as well. Noise Pollution Records here in Louisville has uh, great bands. This Opposable Thumbs music was uh, recorded by Trent Berenger. Long time uh, guest of the show. Long time guest. Long time guest. He is a good dude. (laughs) All right, we'll come back just a little bit. None of the above.
Opposable Thumbs with Destroyed in Seconds. We're going to play one from a band called Grasshopper Lies Heavy from San Antonio, Texas. And the song's called Sucker. We'll come right back.
It's none of the above on Radio Nope. Music from San Antonio's very own The Grasshopper Lies Heavy. That song is called Sucker, and that's available on uh, their Bandcamp, thegrasshopperlieshevy.bandcamp.com. For that, music from local Louisville uh, weirdos, opposable thumbs, destroyed in seconds, and uh, because it feels good is the, uh, the name of the songs we heard. Opposable that, thumbs are from Louisville? They are. Who's in that band? Do we know people in that band? Um, probably not. Eric Serpley. Nope. Terry Whitehouse. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Is the, that everyone? Is Jim Brewer in that band? They're like uh, Dave Bird's friends, who our guest was a little bit older kind of dudes, but uh, still making the uh, the good weird music that you'll find only right here on None of the Above Radio No and on Bandcamp and on Bandcamp <laughs> and in your local record stores. All right, what are the odds that by next week, this mic stand has been replaced with one that the mic doesn't constantly fall off of? <laughs> this thing, that, that tape is not happening. Nah, okay, yeah, those are from, like, Indonesia. Oh. They were the cheapest because these Radio Boom arms are yeah. fucking expensive. I bet. You look at that catalog. You just think, like, it's just, like, cheap aluminum, but... No. Wait, well, let me guess. Let me A guess. good one's, like, 200 bucks. Fuck, I was going to guess, and I was going to be Sorry. way lower than that. No, you're fine because... Your guess would have been wrong. Yeah, no, I would have said like, uh, what, sixty dollars? All right, I'm gonna try to find one. These here. are twenty. We're looking at the BSW uh, catalog, Broadcast Supply Worldwide. It is oh, just mo- a couple of trade magazines I like to keep on the uh, coffee table down here in the studio underground. It's, uh, this is the actual most boring catalog I've ever looked at. Everything is a rack mount that looks exactly the same. Every yeah, broadcasting equipment is uh, a not pretty to look at. B all in- made insanely by- expensive. All made by Yorkville. York, that is not true. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just naming off. I'm just company. making shit up. No, that's a real thing. Right, so the boom mic package here, you're saving $160, and it costs 200 <laughs> Yeah. So for one, it's 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 a mic and a boom. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and then I have yet to see one where they're just like, here's a boom arm, you turd. <laughs> I got all three of these from uh, <laughs> Indonesia. This brand is just dad. <laughs> <laughs> when I got these, uh, there wasn't a stitch of English on uh, the packaging. <laughs> it was all uh, to figure it Japanese out. characters or something. But well, it's like Sony guts. So, well, hey, I, you know, I think it works. I, we will. Uh, we'll send that to the engineering department. We'll fix your mic stand. I mean, yeah, they they definitely all do. Uh, yeah, they all work except mine. Yeah, uh, no, I mean mine. Mine is also taped, but uh, oh shit, yeah, it is. I just don't. I don't handle mine as much as you do. Love to handle it. Yeah, yeah. Have to get my hands on it. I mean, like, I would just hate for you to uh, infringe upon the dust of the blue mic, once occupied by mm. uh, poor Aaron's deserted microphone. <sighs> it, it, it's just there's a constant reminder, you know. I think it's gonna be around next week, though. This weekend, Derby. yeah. Oh yeah, Derby, baby. We got Derby. Hey, the return of Colonel Aaron Red Dog Swordman in the you, house. You doing a you doing a thing this year? Last year, I'm working. Yes, I am. I'm going to be recording, uh, not recording, uh, editing audio. All the uh, WHAS uh, reporters go out and they interview jocks and jockeys and jagoffs and everything, and then they bring back the audio and I edit it up and send it back to the station. Oh, cool! Nice little gig. You get a little buffet. Ooh. I'm elbow to elbow with uh, 
like horse racing magazines that seem like they're from a Christopher Guest like, movie. Your, yeah. like, and your knee to shoulder with all these jockeys. <laughs> best in horse. The best in horse. Uh, no, I meant like a derby watching party like last year where we all bet money in a pool. Well, it sounds like the man's oh, busy. Uh, yeah. I That's think there's a, a few things going on in town. Derby's a, uh, it's a big deal down here. It really is. People are already drinking. The uh, oh, town yeah. explodes two oh. weeks before it actually happens. I mean, I'm already there. Yeah. Uh, there's a big parade. There's a big fireworks show. The biggest one in the world. Thunder, thunder, thunder. If you want to see $18 million worth of fireworks blow up in four minutes, thunder over Louisville. Yeah. I just love. You want to have the opportunity to get stabbed by an eighth grader? Now, now you know how like the Fourth of July has like the uh, the Nathan's hot dog contest, where it's like America versus the world. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's the same thing with Thunder, where um, constantly we are fighting with China over the largest firework display ever. It's Thunder over Louisville versus Chinese New Year. It's a real thing. Like I don't know. I read the Wikipedia page, <laughs> and we are winning right now. Kyle hasn't been working the last couple of weeks, so... <laughs> it really sucks. He's read a lot of Wikipedia pages that <laughs> probably weren't that necessary. Yeah, you know, like, you always look at this time off in between jobs, and you're like, I'm going to find myself <laughs> reading Wikipedia for I'm gonna four I'm going to find myself on the couch being very depressed. He just looked reading. up, like, boob and, like, <laughs> vagina and I mean, stuff. like, no, for real, I have searched the word poop. <laughs> we uh, That was one thing that Taylor revealed to us is, like, one time I was looking over... And he was just Googling fart. <laughs> he just, just like, I just wanted to know what the first result was. What was the first result? Googling fart, Kyle. I don't remember. Kyle's going to Google fart real quick. I'm going to uh, Google fart one more time. Uh, I'm sure it was nothing oh, that interesting. Well, that's unfortunate because I, I, I think I've got a horse in this race this time. You hear about the horse to bet on, right? Oh, of course. Danzig Moon. <laughs> Danzig. Danzig Moon. Moon. You know, are there any other sweet horse names this year? I haven't even looked. I just heard American Pharaoh is the favorite. Yeah, that, that's what uh, I was going to say. Sounds like a brutal hardcore band. Yeah, my, my uh, girlfriend Taylor walked in uh, two nights ago. This is her first year in Louisville. This is the first time she's really ever been here. It's my first year as well, but I've visited. But You've done she, Derby, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she walks in like she's a horse expert. She's like, no, no, no. I got this uh, hot tip on this horse. I'm like, a handicapper? <laughs> this hot tip on the horse that everyone is reporting is the favorite. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Every newspaper in town. And I, well, I just went, uh-huh. And what? He's like, American Pharaoh. I'm like, okay. Uh, I looked it up and I was like. <laughs> obvious favorite. Yeah, no shit. Now, so, where does Danzig Moon rank? Have you looked at like, I, I, whether I, Danzig Moon supposed to be any good? I didn't. 138. Really? really? Oh, he's ranked 138. <laughs> no. uh, no, it's uh, it's uh, one to 138. <laughs> oh, dude, if one to one, if one pays out 138 on Danzig Moon, that'd be the best thing in the world. I go slam 100 bucks down right oh, now. Oh, dude, yeah, take us all to take us all on a trip. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> live remote from Hawaii. If I pay out on that <laughs> one, Cancun, I know spot. <laughs> Sweet. You can sit at another microphone if you. Uh, if you no, I'm just doing this. As <laughs> you're a, holding it. <laughs> no, it's staying up. Okay. I'm just holding it because like it's it's comfortable for my hand to have. A, no, a I, I, I really think that is the problem. The Howard Stern move. Like, I don't. Is constantly that he holding the microphone. Does yeah. he do that? There's a lot in the E show of him yeah. holding the mic. Huh. <laughs> On the other hand, holding his dick while strippers take their top off. Ow. All right, Robin. Ow, Robin. That was the other thing that just went over like a lead balloon when we were on the barrage was when Kelly called in and then there was that whole recurring bit about how we kept telling the same Jack in the Box story and over and over again. Yes. Uh, but like and then I, I tried to do like a Howard Sterney joke and just no one 
got that I was joking because I asked her what her bra size was. I got it. It was just I, like I laughed. Crickets. Yeah. I know exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I Maybe. was just intently listening at that point. Yes, Kyle was paying a lot of attention to the hole in the side of his can of beer. <laughs> <laughs> With my mouth. <laughs> hey. uh-huh. Uh-huh. Stabbing even further westward, none of the above, live from Hawaii. Thank you, Kasuga. <laughs> go, go Danzig Moon, go. Yeah, thank you, uh, Kasuga, for finally listening live and com- uh, <laughs> communicating the chat box and making fun jokes. I mean, this is, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, I thought I was going to rip on him. Didn't. No, but didn't, didn't. He's not Dovey. I'm not going to rip on him <laughs> for no reason. I remember, like, uh, it was t- I, I don't even know if it was, like, after the show. I think during the break after Dovey called in, he was doing the Jack in the Box story. Uh-huh. I just told you, like, dude, that wasn't nice. The things you were saying to this person that we have met. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're like, yeah. I, I know it wasn't nice. It wasn't very nice. Like, even, I even, felt bad. Even for goofing standards, you know? And then he made some fun comments on my Facebook, so I feel like we're cool. I, I, I think you guys are cool. I think it's okay. I don't think he's going to whip your ass. No. Well, he can't leave the country, so fucking come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah, keep challenging him until you have to everybody, go to fucking Toronto. Everybody play nice. Let's all get along here. Okay. We're he lives in up. Vancouver, by the way. Oh, whatever. That's okay. He's got the weeds. Well, Same diff. Let's, let's talk about nice and not nice. Is it time? I think it's time. I, I think, think it's time. time. It's time to get angry. Oh, yeah. If any of you sons of bitches got anything else to say, no! <laughs> That's Jeremy Irons. That's great. I'm not going to take this anymore. The world got crazy. Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rules? <laughs> Damn you all to hell. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'll fucking die here. I'll fucking die. <laughs> fuck you, Mr. Orange. Damn it. My life has value. <laughs> Sit your five dollar ass down before I make change. I want you to get mad. This is blowing off steam. Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> All right, so I'll right. let you guys go first. Now yeah. here, here's the fucking situation. That is well documented that me and Kyle have, have been having uh, some problems with our landlord, like from minute one. Piece of shit. From him. Coming into the house without warning us, which is against, like, the law. We have rights. And he would, like, pop in. He was, you know, changing rules on us, like, saying we weren't allowed to smoke outside. Horseshit. Okay. Uh, Try and stop me. Every time something would break, the AC broke in the middle of the summer. And this was his stock. The heat broke in the middle of the winter. During that week that it was, like, negative 10. And he would do the exact same thing every time. Kyle, don't waste all the Vinique. Uh, I'm getting really mad. I need some of the drink. Kyle's drinking Vinique right now. There are beers. Uh, anyway, <laughs> and he would do this same thing. The ceiling leaked in the living room and almost ruined all my records. And like every time I'd be like, hey, man, this awful thing is happening that it's your responsibility to fix. And he'd be like, he, uh, the roof would be leaking. And I'd get a text from him two hours later. Is, is the roof still, all right? Is it still leaking? Is it all right? Yeah, man, it's still fucking leaking because you didn't fix it with your mind. <laughs> and... <laughs> so now one thing he's been really inconsistent about like to, with checks I'll mail him the rent check on the 1st he'll cash it on like the 28th which is aggravating and with bills when we signed the lease he was like well the bills are already in my name and it's usually just easier 
if I pay him and then I'll send you guys the bill. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Well, we got, we didn't get a utility bill until like the third month we were living there. And he charged us for, like, he just sent us an invoice for all three months. And it was like, ugh, that's a little rough. And, you know, we all had to pay like 100 each and it sucked. Rough. Then we, then we got another one in like October for like just October. And then we didn't ever get another one. Today in the mail, I get a fucking invoice for October, November, December, December January, January, March, February. April, and February. Did I say February? You forgot it. February. I'm so mad I can't even think about a short ass month. Was <laughs> <laughs> even a leap year. And he sent us a bill for nine hundred and fifty fucking dollars. And I'm like, yo, Shh. this guy can blow it out his tennis pro autistic white ass. No he, shit. Like this guy actually has Aspergers. I, I swear to God. Well, we don't know this for a fact, but it's oh no, uh, the evidence is piling up. It's it's, and it's like what the fuck? Like you cannot just like and I tell I texted him some brutal shit today. I was like, look, dude, this is fucking unconscionable. You send us no advance warning. You just drop a nine hundred fifty dollar bill on our head, like out of nowhere. Even though it's your responsibility to giving us updates, and it's like he had this constant thing. He was like, "Yeah, pay as you can. Like if you need to do it in one or two, and you know, two or three installments, that's cool." I'm like, "Yeah, you know how I like to pay my bills in installments, monthly, like a fucking regular bill cycle, <laughs> not whenever your weird, lazy fucking ass decides that you're gonna send it our way." And now I'm like, I need to look over this lease and see, like, is there anything in there that's like, hey, anything that he doesn't assess us for within 30 days is just like, fuck it. Like, what is this guy going to do? Like, let's say I just don't send him shit. What's this guy going to do? Do we have any uh, people that can uh, give us legal advice here? Because I really want to tell this guy to just suck it. Yeah, we got open phones here. You want to call in and weigh in on our dickhead landlord situation. I feel like, what's he going to take you to small claims court? Rob, when did you send that text? Uh, Today at like four. You have not gotten a response text. No. No, he's hiding in his fucking panic room because he's a little spineless turd. Yeah, he's kind of a worm. This sounds like he's just totally fucking with you to try to get you out of the place. We're, we were already... That's the great thing. And this is what pissed me off the most is that I've been reveling in the moment where I was going to like totally like dog him on the last rent check and just be like, fuck you, we're leaving like on the last check. Right. Uh, be, without telling him that we weren't going to renew. And now it's like, man, I know he wants us out because he told Kyle as much. In September. Yeah, no, he really did. He's like, you know, if it's just not working out, man, uh, you guys can leave at any time. I'm totally cool with it. Uh, yeah, no, he told me this after he that? literally broke into the house. I'm not going to, uh, you know, split hairs here. He broke into the house without telling us he was coming. I have my dick in my hand. It was great. He was in point. his underwear. Like, yeah, just like, what? What? And he was like, you know, if you guys just don't feel comfortable here, it's cool if you guys want to leave. Just let me know. Yeah. And it's like, so I'm sure he wanted us out. And I put that in the text. I was like, yeah, I bought a house. We'll be out on June 1. And it's like, I'm strongly considering just not paying him for this shit. Because it's like, dude, screw you. Like, if you had been sending us monthly bills, we would have gladly paid. It would have been reasonable. It was like 150 a month. The worst was like in December when it was the coldest. Yeah. It was like 250 But split three ways, that's not a big deal. Winter bills are more. You know? Yeah. But it's like, you send us a fucking thousand dollar fucking tab right when we are trying to leave i know rob has his financial shit in order he's got his house i don't have random one thousand dollar bill money shit line i bought a house i know i got oh a man responsibilities yeah, now i'm looking for a fucking rental and i need a fucking security deposit i need a first month's rent you think i have a fucking like split three ways even like three hundred and fifty dollars just oh i guess i can just pay for that heat that i thought we would have gotten in fucking december 
Yeah, it's aggravating. Eliza in the chat box telling us, document your shit five times. We do. <laughs> what he, he sent us a thing that essentially proves that he hadn't billed us for six months. He really did. And, and so it's like, you know what? If he tries to sue us, boom. Judge Judy, baby. Case oh, closed. Oh, We're please. going on Judge Joe Brown or Judge Joe or Judge Mathis or the one with the boxing referee. I will go to Judge Reinhold. We go to Judge Judge Reinhold. Mike Judge. Mike Judge. <laughs> um, the New York hardcore band from the eighties. Judge. <laughs> I will get Judge Dread up in this fucker. Judge Dredd, Judgment Night. The song that they keep playing on the barrage. I don't know who Judgment does it. Night! Biohazard. Is yeah, that Biohazard? Yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, either way, like I've had it up to here with this fucking uh, high shorts, mumbly... Uh, Tennis pro, had everything handed to him in his fucking life, never had a fucking real job, semi-autistic yes. piece of fucking human garbage. <laughs> yeah, this like one percenter <laughs> can shove his shitty 2004 BMW 325i up his fucking ass. That's what I love. He's like a part-time tennis pro, rolls up in like a $60,000 Beamer, and it's like... No, from like I don't you know, eight you. years ago, he's fucking posturing this fucking white, white guilt, <laughs> white guilt milk toast piece of human <laughs> excrement. I'm gonna get I'm gonna stick Gazorpazort field on this guy's ass. <laughs> Fuck this I'm gonna, guy! I'm gonna roll up a thousand one dollar bills and shove them up his ass slowly, <laughs> like Stevie Nicks in the studio. Uh. Like there is not enough cancer. To go around this dude's family, and that's brutal. I'm actually oh, taking that back. Come easy, on, man. Easy. I take that one back. I like mid sentence was like maybe not, but uh, no. You know what? I hope this guy. I hope his zipper always breaks. I hope his <laughs> fucking phone charger never works. I Apparently, hope, it doesn't because he can't respond to a text. I hope he takes a sip out of a fucking plastic cup and cups his fucking lip. I just at, at this point, I would like to point out that Kyle drank a really big bottle of Lafindumont and went back for seconds of the Vinique. <laughs> like, if you're wondering why he's so animated, I'm livid. <laughs> like, if this guy was here, like, uh, I, I would love for a fucking fist fight to the death. Oh, sure. This little, like, I'd let Luxie stab him with her murder knife. You know, actually, I was gonna say I saw that outside, and <laughs> I, I'm just outside smoking during the break, and uh, there's there's a plastic butcher's <laughs> knife just there's, on the there's exhibit a <laughs> yeah call that one exhibit a she well like you know at least she is she still requesting uh to remove her own head <laughs> no that has stopped my uh soon to be three-year-old daughter at one uh <laughs> point <laughs> in her growing up said daddy i'm gonna pull off my own head <laughs> she says i'm gonna pull off my head I'm like uh, go right ahead that'd be cool hey they, they have surgery for that now <laughs> It's like I want to pull out my eyes. Like this is some. I think you need to go to Japan and call it art, <laughs> and cut off your own wiener and shit. Well, I, I, she I, has a wiener. That's weird, dude. I'm saying Japanese artists do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Elliot, Elliot. I think we've brought off steam. I, I know you have something to uh, discuss here. <laughs> no, wait, no, I'm not going to play the intro. Again. Go through the bed. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Um. Yeah, it's a it's a thing that just irks me. It, it, this all goes back to a scene and scene unity uh, ethic here. So there's a, a venue in town, okay? I really don't want to shit talk. I could say names. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if there's anybody from Louisville listening. I don't really care, but I think it's in bad taste. But um, So there's a guy, and uh, he's an experimental uh, musician. He's a, a knob twiddler. He uh, <laughs> play, plays. Yeah. Also, he's a musician. <laughs> yeah, his uh, his you know his uh, 
his rig looks like a Russian space station from the, <laughs> in the 60s. It's just all buttons, gears, and anyway. So he got himself a venue downtown, and they only cater to experimental music. Great, fine. We have a Tibetan throat singer screaming into a delay pedal. Yeah, a guy smashing a uh, trash can ran through a bunch of guitar pedals for 45 minutes. Not really moving around. Not He doesn't seem like he's into it. That's what you get when you go to this venue that this uh, guy does. Well, it turns out that the uh, experimental music scene... Although um, very present in Louisville is not uh, making any uh, money for this dude because uh, he, well, first of all, I've never seen a show bill there for less than $12, which irks me. That's ridiculous. Because I think the past like 10 shows I've booked have all been free. I can't remember. Avant-tarde. Yes. That's exactly right. James Woodard in the chat box. I'll call it avant-tarde music. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So this guy, yeah, he's got his uh, he's got his thing going. He's charging twelve to eighteen dollars to see some asshole from New York play experimental music, and uh, now it's not working out. So the guy starts a GoFundMe, Go camp- fund yourself, <laughs> Go fund yourself campaign to save his venue. He's he doesn't book at any like heavy bands like we're into. It's only experimental dudes. So he's asking for fifty. Thousand doll hairs, dollars. I mean, where's the other forty-eight thousand dollars going? Like, is he trying to buy <laughs> yeah. a really nice Corvette? Yeah, this is just like a single-room brick building. Maybe so, he wants to buy a Corvette and then s- put a bunch of room mics in it and then drive it into a no. wall. Motherfucker needs like yeah, I, uh, twelve original space echoes. I'm I'm thinking this whole GoFundMe thing is an art installation in itself. It's so like meta, like that. So this guy has the audacity to charge the most expensive shows in town to the most narrow-minded uh, music niche in I, town. I it's like, I think Helmet was $10. Yeah, exactly. Like two weeks ago. <laughs> Never mind somebody whose you know, name looks like the alphabet all put into a blender comes to town from New York with a uh, black turtleneck and banging in on, uh, you know, shit. Uh, on street so he charges the most uh, for shows in town. And he has the audacity to ask people, hey, remember all those uh, shows you came to and spent a lot of money? Well, now I need more money. I need $50,000 worth of money. <laughs> and, what you know, you get perks when you donate to a GoFundMe account. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you they're You get good. a little reward. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're a BJ from Amanda Palmer. I or, got, well, geez, you said good. good. I got I got a T-shirt. <laughs> I got a T-shirt from Cartographer when I did their uh, Kickstarter for the vinyl. Yeah, no, I you just I nice. just donated to a um, tabletop card game that I believe in, and I'm gonna get a special edition box featuring different graphics. Well, even GoFundMe um, campaigns that are asking for like a million dollars have like the five dollar donation. You get you know a, yeah, a, yeah. a pencil holder or whatever. <laughs> You're not the pupil. The minimum. Uh, Everyone hates the pupil. The kids. minimum suggested amount to pay for this uh, venue. We'll just call them sleepy time. You should throw some reverb on this number. I've heard this number. Yeah. The minimum uh, that you can donate that he's asking for is one hundred dollars. Okay. No five dollar. No twenty dollar. What you get with that is like a calendar that has all the upcoming events, and I think that's it. The highest donation that you can uh, sign up for and get perks is $3,000. Jesus Christ. And what do you get for that $3,000? Well, let me tell you, buddy. You get six CDs by 
six people you've never heard of making absolute garbage noise art music. Wait, you tell me you haven't heard of a uh, Tardvark? <laughs> are they Tardvark? Are they ding dong douchebag? Um, <clears throat> so I just think that's really shitty to uh, not book anybody local that actually could actually draw people out. Only focus your venue on one type of music and then charge as much money possible to see your shows. Fuck you. Now, well, what kind of complete notice do not opens a like 40,000 square foot DIY venue? You know, like, shit. Open that thing in like the basement of a bar. Or like, you know, when the Kaiju guys from Dragon King's Daughter bought out Lisa's Oak Street Lounge. Yeah, That's find right. yourself a shitty dive bar and just yeah. renovate it. This place, we'll just call it Sleepy Time. Um... <laughs> They um they were around before Kaiju, and they had the opportunity to take all that, that business. And Kaiju is fucking bumping. I mean, Kaiju is bumping. It's fucking ridiculous. Because it's, it's a decent location. It's a reasonable size, mm-hmm. and they're reasonable with their cover charge and, and stuff. I've never paid for a show at Kaiju. And they put up shows by everybody and yeah. every type of music is represented. And uh, they were having a they were having a rap battle in there last time I was in last weekend. Yeah, no, yeah. it was like rap battle, and like week before it was like fucking uh, former guest of the show Sam and his uh, like punk country folk shit. That was February. <laughs> well, Rob, when you're unemployed, time blurs. Every day is like Sunday. Am I right, Kyle? Yeah, it's every. All I'm saying is somebody that books shows and cares about, uh, you know, venues and music happening in this town. I think that's a really shitty move to pull asking for $50,000. Like real quick, guys, uh, like name shows you've paid $18 to see in the past year or two. You know, Uh, I just bought tickets to see Sharpling and Worcester in Nashville. That was 20 bucks. Yeah. I saw Ghostface Killer like a year and a half ago for $15. Uh, yeah, I can't think of the last like like music concert. Uh, how much was uh, uh, Mets? Mets was like fifteen bucks, maybe. Yeah, fucking shellac. Uh, that, well, that, I think that show was only like fifteen or twenty. I saw Kings of Leon for free, but those would have been seventy five dollars. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, but like yeah. we got Gunch by yeah. the way. Gunch in studio. Gunchy. Intern Gunch. Hey, he's gonna eat a cat treat. All right. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's like, he's into it though. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Would you rather see some asshole with a fucking gorilla amp and a fucking uh, uh, Duraflex trash bag slamming it on the goddamn stage or here. fucking shellac? I have some uh, sleepy time music from you got, you got a little? from their uh, last show here. Yeah, go Want for it. it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Vagina. <laughs> Like this, the cat's like fuck this. Gunch walked right up out. Nope, because uh, they had the speakers on. Yeah. Whoops, not into it. Uh, yeah, so uh, so screw you. And I don't think they're going to make their goal because I, I hope I, they fail. They have 50, 50 days left for fifty thousand dollars, and they've only hit three grand. Isn't it, isn't it really weird when you're uh, rooting for local businesses to fail? I know, and I don't want to do that. I don't either. I Why the, can't everybody just be cool? Like the KFC 11 just closed, and that it's, it's, a, it's a hard yes. time in Louisville, you guys. It really is. Hey, did you ever... Have we ever checked to make sure that Lisa from Lisa's Oak Street Lounge isn't Lisa Wilner? Mm, Who will see it through working hard for better schools? <laughs> Vote for Lisa Wilner. She plays video poker. 
What if that's why she? Yeah. What if that's why she shut down? She quit Lisa's Oak Street Lounge just because she was running for school board and she's Lisa Wilner. Lisa from Lisa's Oak Street Lounge was uh, large Marge from the Pee Wee movie. Basically, I, I think far. she. I think she's more like uh, fucking uh, the Egg Lady from uh, Pink Flamingos. <laughs> she is very. Humpty Dumpty esque. She is Humpty Dumpty esque, and I can see her living in a playpen and eating nothing but eggs. <laughs> you guys know that they never mention that, like, they never say anything about Humpty Dumpty being an egg in that poem, right? Right. Oh, he, wow. He, he's never that. Like, yeah, yeah. Rob, you don't want to make fat kids feel bad, all right? Well, I mean, like, <laughs> he just shatters. Like, that's the only indication of egg. Like, it was just a poem, and he's never an egg in the poem. People have just. The fucking egg council, big egg. Wants there to be like an egg representative. I mean, like, uh, human beings can shatter. I mean, it's more of a, uh, you know, <laughs> it's more of a just emotional. Thing, yeah, yeah, it's an emotional, an emotional thing. Emotional it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm a fat guy sitting on a wall and I fell off. And everyone's laughing because I'm fat. And I fell. And now I'm emotionally devastated and I'm going to go into a deep depression. Well, that was uh, blowing <laughs> off uh, steam. Caused a lot of fun tonight, guys. I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good. Normally, when I'm this drunk, I'm a little more fun. Hey, you're a fun guy. Yeah. Not a not a mushroom. Yeah, let's say I'm like, I'm like <laughs> not a fungus. <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, I'm a fucking uh, okay. shit. All right, let's take here. a break. I'm gonna hear Dharma bums and a gun truck and dirt clawed fight a bunch of 90s rare grunge it's only on none of the above baby on radio now did you say gunch did you say dharma and greg (laughs) let me repeat that dharma bums grunge truck and dirt clawed fight oh i heard gunch truck it could be gunch truck he's uh in the studio i think he left when you started playing oh yeah terrible sorry buddy intern gunch come back all right dharma bums
Dirt Clod Fight. Mere Liquor was the name of that song before that. Not Gunch Truck. Grun Truck. Speaking of Got it? Gunch is back, baby. Gunch is back in studio. Prone in my lap, and now that I have moved slightly, he is running away. We got intern Gunch uh, burning CDs and uh, labeling CDs and downloading MP3s for us. Because that's what I did when I ter- interned at uh, my first radio station. He's really bad at it, though. Talk about wasting CDs. I would burn a 15-second <laughs> commercial air check for a client on an entire 70-minute CD and, <laughs> and give that to them. Like, all right, there you go. It's going to go in some landfill immediately after you're done. Yeah, now they're all just, like, sitting. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Gunch is laying on a scoreboard for the game. Yeah. Like so many E.T. Atari car- cartridges. That's a great documentary. I just it, uh, watched that. We watched that, too. I thought it was really good. And not too bad. I mean, like, uh, you had that one programmer guy who was kind of a fucking douche. It's like, yeah, I was the... Uh, Best programmer in Atari, and uh, yeah, maybe I mean, he was. The- What's really funny about that guy is he looks almost identical to uh, Pat Hume. I thought, you know, <laughs> you know, the the uh, resemblance is there. Pat Hume, uh, sometimes co-host of this show. Yeah, yeah, we should get him in here more. Yeah, yeah. be nice. No, but uh, I I thought that was actually one of the better documentaries I'd watched in a long time. <laughs> like, I mean, it was very relevant to my interests. So you know, obviously, yeah, not too bad. Like, video game history. I could teach that college course. <laughs> uh, the chat box action as to a Mike the Gunch. I'm going to see if I can get a noise out of intern Gunch here. Yeah, right. yeah. Squeeze him like an asshole. Oh, yeah. Hey, that, that, that was a good take. We can isolate that now and make it a sound effect. Did it go through? Yeah, it went through. Cool. <laughs> that was loud and clear. All right. Intern Gunch is, a, is alive and real. Uh, now I got to turn you back down. Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, blasting it. Um, We only have, you know, like 12. 11 minutes left. Yeah. We're going to play a, a stupid round. We probably shouldn't even do it for score since we have so little time. Eh, we can still do it. We can just do it for shits. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll stop when the time limit runs out. Shits and gigs. Yeah, we'll just do it for a little while just as a goof. All right. This is a little game we call $1 Target <laughs> Music Trivia Cards. In space. These are pretty lame looking. Like it's like a music trivia game, and it's got like a Gibson Explorer, but obviously the headstock is blank because they can't say Gibson or Explorer. One dollar from Target. It yeah. does have three humbuckers though, which is pretty cool. Something you give away in a child's goodie bag for a child's birthday yeah. party. And these are I've flipped through a couple. Like I have a small stack, so I can ask Elliot, and Elliot will ask me and Kyle some from his stack, and they are just. Yeah, we need uh, we need to take a picture of the box and put it on our new Tumblr. We actually need to take part in that uh, Tumblr. Yeah. All right. Do I'll uh, ask you guys. All right. First, uh-huh. a question. <laughs> Where was Elvis born? Memphis. Uh. Not Memphis. Oh. Do I need to give it a city or a state? City and state. Well, fuck. Uh, I mean, if you know the city, you should know the state. Yeah, now that I'm like supremely confident in either one here, uh, I'm going to put my phone down so you don't suspect me of cheating. I'm going to say Jackson, Mississippi. You had Mississippi right. I knew I had the state right. What was the city? Tupelo, Mississippi. Yeah, because, you know, (laughs) that's common knowledge. But hey, I knew the state. (laughs) Uncle Tupelo, Mississippi. God damn it. All right, moving on. All right, Elliot. 
Yes. Which band dropped an exclamation point from the middle of their name in 2009 only to quickly reinsert it when the associated album sold poorly? Oh, shit. Dropped an exclamation point. Yeah, that's right. Is it that stupid uh, band? Yeah, they went down to just... (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't. It's now... Uh, can I try and answer? You may try and answer. Well, the card was pointing right at you, but you can't read, so that th- those yeah, no, gl- I need I need glasses. It's uh, his glasses, not his intelligence. Uh, and you said in the middle of it. Yes, uh, Arson Smith guessing butt speed in the chat <laughs> box. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Arson Smith. He seems like a smart guy. I'm gonna go with butt speed. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's incorrect. <laughs> uh, what was it, Rob? Uh, it's a panic at the disco. Ew. Oh, Panic of the ew, God ew, damn ew, it. Ew, ew, ew. Fuck. Eesh. Not since I... Uh, that was actually a legit question. Kasuga guessing the association. <laughs> and Eliza guessing uh, against me, which is a pretty good guess, even though that exclamation point is not in the middle of it. No, that's at the end. Hey, I have an against me tattoo. Take it easy. Another exclamation point middle band isn't it godspeed yeah you black emperor. emperor haha i knew it Which still got it the got best that. parody tour poster of all time is the one that dave watt did for girl fight right there on the wall yeah with the godspeed you black emperor like the raise your skinny fist cover only they're just doing middle fingers and it says girl fight you dumb bastards <laughs> moving on and conan plugging world underground china again in the chat box okay <laughs> hey just saying um what is guitar virtuoso <clears throat> Eric Clapton's Clap nickname? Slow hand. Oh, that's slow hand. Damn it. Slow oh, hand's slow right. I even, I even said it like with a slower draw than you, get you did. Half point for Claptron. Dead baby hand? Yep. <laughs> Dead baby hand. And we all know the joke. Old uh, Coke fist McGee. Uh, well, you do you want to ask me? Uh, or, all right. Let me, let me find one that's like not just garbage. Okay. Okay, this is this is truly stupid. Mm-hmm. This British band could be called Polar Primates. Arctic Monkeys. That is correct, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were right about that one. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm actually like looking at the answer first and then Trying to find a question. That's kind of helping. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. <clears throat> what classic English rock band became renowned for destroying its instruments? The Who. Come on. It's The Who, Rob. It's, it's Spinal Tap. The Who is correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my God, this is bad. So many strats. <laughs> oh, the blues lawyers weep. <laughs> the blues lawyers okay. weep. Okay. Name three pop stars that emerged from the all new Mickey Mouse Club Britney Spears, Spears Justin, Justin Timberlake, Timberlake and, and uh, uh, Aaron Carter? No, not Aaron Carter. No, that was Essel's uh, younger brother. Ryan Gosling. Wait, he's not a pop star. Was he on that shit? Oh, uh, who's another one? Um, not a pop star, but he did come from that. Yes. Well, we got JT. We had Britney Spears. Uh, one more. Oh. Uh, the other guy from NSYNC? No, uh, Christina Aguilera? No. Christina Aguilera is correct. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Whoa. I Arson w- Smith saying X, <laughs> X, Tina. You got it. I, I, I learned something today. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember my mother's name, but now I know that Christina Aguilera was a fucking mouseketeer. You're like Kelly uh, Bundy. 
who like couldn't when she was on the sports trivia show like all the knowledge just went out of her head when he when Al was putting the sports trivia and you could see like math going out of her oh like trust me a lot of my brain is sports trivia yeah <clears throat> give those cards alright Elliot this Go is ahead. a uh, this is a good one what early 90s underground scene yes. featured all female bands with a punk yes. feminist do it yourself ethos are you kidding me all female riot oh. girls no <laughs> Or is that it? Thanks, Kyle. Oh, that was a question shit. for Elliot. <laughs> hey, right. to be fair, I can't read them either. Am I not eligible for the Rob questions? I can, like, uh, dip out. The, the answer is literally facing you. Yeah, I, like, I'm looking. You see my eyes? Wow. Target knows about Riot Girls. That's actually kind of cool. All right, I'm going to follow up Respect. question, Elliot. Yeah, go ahead. True or false? Answer. Sting's oh. real name is Gordon Summers. That is right. Nope. What? It's Gordon Sumner. So <laughs> I know this is such a bullshit question. It's Gordon Sumner. It's a uh, Gordon Shumway. Oh, come on. Well, they, Gordon Shumway is Alf. Uh, <laughs> but they bamboozled me. I know they're, they're tricky. All right. We got we got time for a few more here. We got oh, time, yeah, for, we got a few time more. for you. Let's keep going. Uh, let's see. Man, these are just too easy. I know. I've been trying to find like ones that are like not the easiest thing in the world. Uh, Ooh, I have a good Jesus. one, actually. Yeah, if you have a good one, go. All right, here's a good one. Which female performer has had the most number one singles from a single album? Britney Spears. Kyle guessing Britney Spears. So, again, Bru what? which female performer has had the most number one singles from a single album? Uh, Mariah Carey. Oh, it's see, you know, my first guess would have been Alanis Morissette. Oh, yeah. Because Ooh, fucking Jagged yeah, Little yeah. Pill was all hits. hits. But you're both wrong. Who is it? Katy Perry. Ew. Uh, five, okay. five number one singles on 2010 release Teenage Dream. Man, I feel like a fucking <laughs> uh, plastic bag right now. Don't. I mean, so you ever feel like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I'm gonna read you this question. It is uh, mega easy, but okay. the the, uh, the question itself is funny. Is it mega death? <laughs> it is a uh, typified by such bands as Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Real and Grunge. Typified. Grunge. Yeah, <laughs> but let me finish the the whole okay, thing because it's it. funny. Typified by such bands as Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam in the early 90s, what Seattle-based music scene was associated with plaid shirts, long cut-off shorts, long hair, hard rock with confessional lyrics? Okay, so there's like some 14-year-old kid playing this card game right now that is 14. That is struggling with this. Mm. I'm going to guess Vinique. <laughs> it is a, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a crab core. Romanian listeners are having trouble with this one. <laughs> No, Romanians are grunge as shit. Uh, They're just getting that last Nirvana do you have, album. Do you have an, uh, another question? Right, yeah, all right. This one's for... Uh, let's see if you guys get this one. This one's for Weasel in the chat box. Which country pop superstar is the only musician to have every song off of an album make... First of all, off of... You don't need both prepositions. Fucking proofreader here. Uh, every song <laughs> off an album make Billboard's Hot 100. Taylor Swift... Jesus Christ, Kyle. You got a little crush? You got a crush on T-Swift? <laughs> yeah, I'm just worried that after about two weeks, I'm going to get tired of her. Dump her and she's going to write a song about me's. 
Arson Smith guessing Garfield on that last one. Um, Garfield is that is a good go-to. Gar- Garfield the is a boy. Drops on my lasagna. And uh, Kasuga guessing Natalie Miscambrulia, even though no one can name more than one of her songs. What? Lying naked on the floor. That's all now. I'm all out of faith. Yeah, that's the only. That's the only one. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay, Elliot. What does LP on a vinyl record disc stand for? Long player. Yeah. Vinyl record disc is the <laughs> phrase they're using right here. <laughs> we're, we're looking at two minutes, guys. We got time for one more. Uh, Okay. Who's got one? What English folk band... What what uh-huh. English folk rock band won the Grammy Award for Album of the Year in 2013 with Babel? I'm going to guess Mumford and Sons. Mumford and Sons is correct, baby. Yeah. Yeah. They're English. For being able to like use test-taking skills to figure that one out, I'm going to go hang myself. Yeah. Because I acknowledge that Mumford and Sons exists. They have an all-electric album now, and... God, can they just die. It is... Uh, not too bad. They look, s- they have some crunchy tones. Like, look, right. look. If you want me to be interested in this, like, fucking shitty pop pogues bullshit, mm-hmm. can someone just hit one of them over the hand w- with a fucking pan? Sounds like a tube amp. All right. No, gonna, it sounds like a kick drum. I'm, I'm gonna end this yes. bit with probably the best. Like, this is a question no child playing this would ever get. But what number? Does Nigel Tufnell's, Tufnell's amplifier volume go up to in the mockumentary This Is Spinal Tap? I'm going to go with uh, 12. I'm going to go <laughs> with 42311. <laughs> well, you got it right. 11. All right. Oh, oh it goes yeah. up to 311. It's, Three it's 301 louder. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for taking part in the po- uh, on the uh, chat box there. And that's been downloading the uh, podcast as well. I'll take that. We wait, will- wait. John Houlihan in the chat box as I want my $40 saying bastards. <laughs> You're too late you to hit me back. up, you asshole. All right. We'll be back next week. We'll probably have a guest and uh, musical atrocities to listen to. Thank you, Radio Nope. Take it easy, guys. Thanks. Better luck next time, John. <laughs>